This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show, brought to you by Odyssey. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show. Just a heads up, episodes sometimes include content not suitable for work and definitely not safe for kids. Now available on the Odyssey app. I secret. I think you want to know. A dirty little secret about a secret little show. Sarah and Vinny Secret Show for Friday. Friday, February 24th, 2023. Just think, guys, 10 years from now, some AI will be doing our show for us. I don't think so. Okay. I think that yeah. was one of those bold, you know, <laughs> predictions that maybe there are even people who sell tech who are like, yeah, we're going to be able to do all the stuff. And they're just wrong. That They're just not. Well, the Especially problem, too, is like this. No, get yeah. out of here. I, right, I agree. I can't. I can't believe that an AI could talk as filthy as we can. Right, they can't make the same same mistakes we do. Yeah, right. they can't give the same bad advice we give. Actually, they probably can. Let's they not. can't be such a good person. Yeah, how they, they're not even right. a person. They're just hey, an AI. speaking of bad advice, look, I I don't want to go back and reopen something that we've already belabored probably too much, but I do feel like because I've thought about it quite a bit. I don't know that I actually said anything to Bob, the guy who wrote us the letter about his daughter who left his, who left mm-hmm. her kid to the grandparents, yeah, yeah, yeah. moved, went to school, and then never came back. Didn't and he was actually collect- asking us, because we got caught up in all the, how could she, and what about the boy for what a terrible dad. And so I just want to say to Bob real fast, Bob, don't do anything. In all honesty, you're, I, if I remember correctly, your letter was, I'm afraid my daughter is going to cut me off if I tell her any hard truths or how I feel about what's going on right now. And I do think if that's the relationship you have, that's probably what she will do right. when you try to suddenly jump in as a parent and throw down. She's not going to be accepting of it. I also think, and I hate to say this about your daughter because I'm sure that you love her, and but I... I think that the grandparents are probably doing 10 times the job your daughter will do. So while I think it's unfair for the grandparents and I think it sucks for you, I do think that this is what you, you guys, you know how you make a bed and then you got to yep. sleep in it. Like yeah. this is kind of what your relationship with her has brought you. I can tell you that the flip side is that my dad was all about me taking responsibility for shit. 
He just was. And he was a dick about it. There's no question. I have been very clear about my dad. I don't hold my dad up as the best dad, but he definitely put in me that you're going to clean up your mess. You're going to deal with that. And whether it's I'm actually physically able to go clean it up or I just beat the shit out of myself because of something I've done, like when I got drunk and fell off the show, like there was no way to fix that. But I stayed drunk and miserable because I couldn't get over it because mm. I couldn't get over what I'd done. It's just the it, that's that's how I was brought up and getting to come back and sort of do better was the best thing that I could have done for myself and and hopefully for all of our sakes. But either yeah. way, what I'm getting at is I just don't think that's how you've raised her. I don't think it's going to work out for you to say anything. And I don't think it's going to work out for the little boy if you force your daughter to come home and take care of him. The end. Yeah, no, that's you're right. I mean, it's a terrible I I hope that, you know, I was thinking about Bob myself that. We were pretty harsh on him and I'm not Bob in the suburbs, Bob in the suburbs uh, who, you know, we just we made assumptions about him. And listen, he might have been the best fucking parent of all time. We really don't know. And the kid like you, you can be the best parent and your kid can still make terrible choices and let you down. It's not all about parenting. It's about like somebody's personal responsibility. And I think your dad made a lot of mistakes with you, Vinny. And, and, you know, we, I made mistakes with my kids. I'm sure you'll make mistakes with you, you guys as kids. Like, it's just the way parenting is. You just try your best. And when they let you down later in life, it's not necessarily because of something you did as a parent. So while we made that assumption, also, you love her. And we don't mean to say everything you did was wrong. Because we don't know. We don't. But I do. But it's think a chance you take when you ask for bad advice. God damn it! It's safe to say, though, that you know, trying to make someone take responsibility for something they clearly want no part of won't work out for the little boy. No, right? It just won't. You know, you're that'll right. be the a kid mom might be in the says, best place for him. I resent you for taking for now me having to deal with you now. Like I used to be able to go out to the bar. Now I got to sit here with you, yeah. or I got to risk being a bad mom. By giving you a TV dinner and going out to the bar anyway. Like, either way, he's probably better off where he is. I just wanted probably. to say that real quick because I yeah. don't think we did. And I and we may have even guilted you into taking action that you Maybe would shouldn't. regret. Right. So, there it is. Well, Let's move I, on. you know, and maybe he's even not listening to us anymore. Maybe we said some things that did hit close to home, and he's like, I don't fucking listen to those guys anymore. I hope uh, not. I, I, me you too. Yeah, he, he did ask us. He did. And yeah. he knew it was a situation. Yeah. Oh, it, I mean, we got a lot of responses. I mean, I've read you some already, but it's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, people have very strong feelings about it. Listen, we're all fucking judging from our armchairs. That's what humans do. We see well, a that's why the bad go, advice well, is a great this. segment. That's yeah. what we do. That's the yep. whole point of it. And I think there's plenty of times where we don't take the person who wrote in side. <laughs> there's because that's a risk you take. All right. So um, let's beat someone else up now. Shall we? Okay. All right. Uh, this one is, let's see. Uh, it, Bryn has titled it Cheating Husband. Okay. Please don't say my name. My husband of over 20 years had an emotional over-the-phone affair. 
He'd call and text her every day through an app. She lives in another country. I found some jerking off pics and videos that he was sending her. At first, I thought maybe I could work through it. Then I started receiving anonymous Facebook messages saying stuff I already basically knew, but then the messages turned into gaslighting me with, are you going to stay? Has he done it before? And repeating the same thing over and over about what my husband and this girl talked about. When I first got the messages, I was pissed, and I filed for divorce that day. He still comes home every day because he has nowhere else to go. Sometimes after work, we talk and things seem normal. We even started talking about staying together. But some days he's willing to talk about it and listen to my feelings and questions. And then it seems like the next day, if I ask a question or want to talk about it, he gets mad and says, I should get over it. Am I wrong for still having questions? I think, why did you cheat is a valid question. If we want to move forward and work on what didn't work, isn't that something to help me know what to work on? When he doesn't want to talk about it, he goes straight to just tell me when and where I have to sign the divorce papers. When he acts like that, it makes me think he's not going to change and I just need to proceed with the divorce. I haven't stopped it. I'm just waiting to work on the settlement agreement. The words just get the words just get over it really bother me. It's like he gets annoyed to deflect and then it makes me feel like I'm doing something wrong. Also, this is recent. It's not like I've been harping on this for months. It's just sometimes you don't think of everything in, a, in the moment of a conversation and it feels like I'm just constantly thinking about it. Well, he's happy and carefree because he thinks he got his cake and ate it too. Now I'm blabbing on and on, and this is a long email. Sorry. Any opinions and advice would be welcome. Um, I think that you need to divorce him, A. He's not handling it well. He comes home and tries to act normal, and then he's mad at you because you're mad at him for the thing that he did. That just doesn't, that, it just feels like, and you don't say anything about kids. I mean, a husband of over 20 years, um, you've built a life together and you find this stuff out. Um, you know, it, an, over, an emotional affair, I guess is what she called it, an over-the-phone affair. I actually think that there's probably arguments that people can make for porn being kind of that that type of thing, you know, like somebody that you have, because there's these chat sites and guys get really in, invested in that. But it is masturbatory. He doesn't want to throw his life away. He just wants the excitement of this affair thing. Um, have you tried couples therapy and talking this out with someone who's not invested and can mediate? I don't know. Anybody else? Is, is punt the answer? Well, punt's the so. answer. But, but what I would say is, look, sorting out why someone, first of all, the phone's create have created a, a new wrinkle in relationships never before seen because there is yes. an amount of communication possible that can get rather intimate and yet it may actually mean nothing other than masturbation right that's just fun. still well and so there's there's uh, it's hard to take all that apart the part that really stands out to me in what you've said is that he's not sorry He's not yeah. working to explain to you what was missing between the two of you. Or I do think that, and I've explained this even on the air about my own relationship, where you get so caught up in day-to-day -day life that you find yourself going, I haven't had sex with my wife in like three months. What the fuck? Like, it's just, there's... That's part of being in a marriage. It's part of having kids. It's part of living in this, 
this busy, especially in the Bay Area where everyone has to work full time and parent. And there's just a lot of extra that you deal with that can get in between you two. So I don't know what got in between you two. But what I do know, what I'm hearing is that he's not sorry, not nearly enough for you to bother working on it with him. That's my thought is just I feel like he would need to come to you and just say, look, yeah, that didn't mean anything to me. I'm bored as fuck. You know, we've got all this shit going on around us and I've found some way to put a spark in my life. But it means nothing. If he's not able to say that and not able to come to you and tell you, like, what I really want is what we have, then there's nothing. You're you're fighting for nothing. Yeah, right. What are you fighting for? And, and, and this weird, this whole Facebook thing. I don't get that. I left that out because I don't even understand it. Yeah, that, I mean, it sounds like the, someone's. Me- the liaison? Right, is it the other is person? The right. I don't know. Or is it. Him just trying to push her to get out. I don't know. It, honestly, I, don't know. I, I do think that sometimes people like you're mad and you're going to file for divorce and you're starting the proceedings and they're just like, I don't even care. Like, it just doesn't sound like he cares that much. He's not fighting right. for it. He's not trying to make it up to you. He's not apologetic. He's mad when you act mad about it. Like it's something you did. I think uh, the yeah, reaction I'm done with this guy. He's having is surprising. The only the only surprise, the only reaction that would surprise me more, and that's because I've only heard it from Scott Capuro and, oh God, who's the filthiest guy we've ever had on? Jim Norton. Jim Norton. The only two guys I've ever heard who were like, tell me more about who you fucked behind my back. Those are the only two guys I've ever heard say stuff like right. that. Like, that is so hot. Oh, yeah. I'm totally turned on. Or like, you know, I think Norton was talking about how he'd love to find a conversation between his girlfriend and some other guy that because he'd want to see what they're talking about. Right. And I, I, I'm hearing that just going, oh, my heart. But for some reason, that works for them. Yeah. That's the only surprise, more surprising reaction than the one your husband's having, which is fuck it. Yeah, he does. Like I, this dude is done too. Mm-hmm. You're done. He's done. Get the fuck out of there. Cause, right. You know, I don't know how old you are. You've been married for twenty years. I don't know what your kid situation is or housing situation. But there, this you need to call this one. It takes two to tango, and he's not really trying. So yeah. Exactly. And he's not even telling you what you supposedly did wrong to make him need to get off to some other lady. Maybe that's what I'm saying. Like whatever was missing isn't even the point anymore because he's not looking for her. He's not even trying to say, like, maybe this is the reason. Right. We haven't had sex in 12 years. Right. Well, if that's the case, then there's clearly more at work here than just he's masturbating online. Right. Yeah. Well... I'd be interested in a little more info on this if she wants to flesh it out. I'd like to know what the kid work home housing situation is. Um, and also, if any listeners want to tell us their thoughts on it. I just think exactly if you're going to think about trying to work it out, he has to appear as if that's something he's willing to do the work on. There's yes, not he even, does he not appear. Yeah. Yeah. So, well punt. said. 
Uh, Bryn, Alex, anything to add to this before we wrap it up for the week? Fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. I think that's the prevailing. Fuck that guy, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, fuck that guy. All right. Well, on that note, fuck that guy. Uh, We are done. Thank you. Bryn at RadioAlice.com for any new bad advices that you've got questions about and or responses to ones you've heard in the past. Thanks for listening. Have an awesome weekend, and we'll see you back here on Monday. The end.